Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and today we are here for the 52-year journey through film. I am joined, of course, by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you, as you know, but as the people might not. We are on the year 2011. We've begun the 2010s, and it has led us here home it is rise of the planet of the apes uh and this was an interesting one especially coming off a couple cgi heavy vfx creations in avatar and even inception to a degree you know like those those cities aren't folding in on themselves actually you know but uh (laughs) what yeah but this was a this was an interesting one uh i wouldn't say it was uh my favorite i wouldn't say it was the best but it was a solid. It was a solid watch. It was a solid watch. I'll lay the groundwork for the people here. It was released August fifth, two thousand eleven. It was written by Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, and based on the novel by Pierre Boulier. And director is Rupert Wyatt. Yeah, how'd you feel, man? How'd you feel about this? I was. Uh, I'd say this is. I mean, this is the first time that I've ever seen this one. Um which is interesting. The only times I've ever seen any of these movies, I think it's been the, uh, at least the second one or further. And by second one, um, I'm kind of excluding the 2001 film. Um, I and like start 68. Yeah, yeah. And all of the ones before it. I, I, I think this is the first one to me for whatever reason. I've never, um, I don't know if like the 2001 is in the same universe as this, or if this is like a re hot, I, I I don't know. I've always taken it as a reboot, and I think it is mm. a reboot. Like I don't think okay. it's I don't think it's a prequel per se. I think it's like you saw that we're expanding on that IP. It's not the same thing, but it's the Planet of the Apes. We're taking it in a new direction. We're rebooting it, and mm. uh, that's kind of what I've t- that's kind of what I took this as. Um, and it was an interesting start, you know, to this mm. uh to this trilogy as it became. Um. And like I said, I wouldn't say it's the best movie I've ever watched. You know, we breeze, mm-hmm. breeze through shit in the first like 20, 30 yeah. minutes, you know, like, uh, James Franco's character. Hey, I'm not a big James Franco fan. And then when you don't give him anything to chew on, I'm just like, I, there was little to no reason for him to be in the movie beyond the very end of it. And, uh, you know, I, uh, not like breathing, yeah, breezing through his whole like uh here we have a cure for Alzheimer's. I'm gonna go treat my dad. Oh shit, my dad's better. Like uh, and it was just like it all happened so fast. And yeah, at a point you realize, oh, the main character is Caesar. That's whose story matters here. 
and I think it I think it shines. I think it shows through that uh that Caesar's definitely the main character here, especially once he gets locked up. That's when the uh that's when the story definitely starts heading in the right direction. Mm. Yeah, I, I uh I don't know. He, I felt like they could have done a whole lot better with the uh the James Franco side of the story. Like I don't know if it's just him or if it was just like they had to get moving like and they didn't have time to develop the things they wanted to or something. I don't know. Yeah, my um, thing is that this this is one of those movies that simply could have benefited from another even 20 minutes of screen mm. time. Uh like because I think Caesar's story it gets fleshed out as about as much as you can flesh out Caesar's side of the story, but I think there could have been a little bit more something there with James Franco and Frida Pinto trying to get Caesar back. It was just kind of like, I don't know, man. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And then one day he just walks in there and bribes the guy, and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, sure. And it's like, true. oh, y'all couldn't have done that first things first? Mm. I guess at that point, well, before they didn't know that he was being treated horribly, right? True. Because true. they, like, that's the whole thing of the, their sanctuary there is that they show them, hey, yeah, look at this beautiful room that he can walk around in. This is going to be his home. But yeah. then, 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 no. Yeah. Um, like, and that, that was like, devs, just like, oh, no, the there legitimate were a lot. animal abuse, like, that's just very. Oh, I mean, um, like, like, a lot of this movie's devastating just hmm. because, like, it is, it, it's based in real things, mm. animal mm. testing, and then, uh, you know, what we have some have framed as the conservation of animal life, but it is actually basically imprisoning them, mm. you know. And uh, I mean, movie opens up with like the capture of them in the wild, which I uh, like. It, it like occurred to me back whenever, like it was way later in the movie, whenever they were like. Um, Whenever he's like, yeah, 112 works. Uh, I need to work on 113, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's mm -hmm. like, oh, it makes you smarter. Okay, then work on it and still so get you whatever you need. They wheeled in like six more monkeys or 10 more monkeys. And then I'm like, oh, wait. Like they just went and cap, you know, like, like did that again. Like just captured these monkeys out from the wild. And, like they're taking them in. Like it was just like, dang. Like, um, even though that like, I think the movie frames what they're trying to do in a good light, you know? Um, like they're trying to, you know, trying to be like, it's the cure for Alzheimer's. It's the cure for all these things. But then it like, it shows the dark, like, uh, backbone of the company and like that. It's that's, not, that's fair. I hadn't really considered that the way they're portraying the company to us, Genesis, you know, because like, I'd, I'd only looked at them like, this is some villainous shit, mm. you know, yeah. and uh, I know they're doing it in the spirit of curing Alzheimer's, which is an admirable goal. It was only that for James Franco. I guess, yeah, true. I think and, it was, and, it was yeah. money making for everyone else there. That's true. Yeah, I, I guess literally, um, what was the character's name? Uh, the the head, yeah, Stephen Jacobs. Mm. Jacobs. That's right. They called him Jacobs. Um, he like he literally was like, they don't care about your dreams. They don't care about anything. Like they just care about results and how they can make money. And he and, like, yeah, and he like whenever he realizes, um. That like one twelve worked after he says like I I did it on my father and then it has enhancing qualities. He goes, "You're gonna make history and I'm gonna make money." You know, mm -hmm. like he was just like that was the deal. Yeah, just like <laughs> very clear. 
um, at that point. I guess I w- that's what I was meaning, like James Franco's kind of portrayal of the company. Not the company, but just like his idea. It's kind of like oh, the yeah. Avatar yeah. thing, I guess, you know, sort of. Well, it's it's like a lot there. of these these sci-fi disaster films where it's like a mm. oh one scientist meant well but it all fell apart and the corporation ended up taking taking it too far and then everything went to shit and it's mm. kind of like oh yeah Avatar Terminator mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all this shit like uh, aliens it's all mm. it all it all sort of happens that way Jurassic Park it all sort of happens that way so it's like a it it was definitely a really good framework for a movie, you know, mm. and uh, we watched, like I said, all those movies kind of similar, not not the same. You know, they're they're They obviously have their own veins, but uh, you can you can find those similarities in themes and kind of uh, what they're saying to us. And mm. uh, I love that uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie is that the monkeys have no interest in killing once they are. Mm. Um, once they are woken up, basically, um, they just like Caesar only kills one dude and it was kind of on accident. The dude starts, the mm. dude starts his little electrical stick and he sprays yeah. him with the hose yeah. and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. That dude's dead. And like, thank God that dude's dead. True. Uh, Fuck that dude. Scummy. Yes. Well, like even the Dodge chicks- Landon there, let me just put in a quick nomination for a fucking Worst at being the worst. This dude sucked. His name is Dodge Landon. Yeah, Dodge what a Landon, forgettable is... name. Um, He'd be yeah. at the top one. Best of being the worst. I screw that dude. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was because I was thinking about that, and like it, I was like, oh, well, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, if he shoots him with this water, this dude is going to be fried, like, a, you know, just instantly mm-hmm. fried. But, like, Caesar doesn't know that. Yeah. Like, you know, like he's been enhanced cognitively and all. But he's, like, yeah, he doesn't deal – he doesn't know what electricity and, like, that yeah. stuff yet. Like, and I'm, like, oh. Like, he re- like he was really, like, disappointed that he died. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, and he walked – and he was, like, oh, dang, I really just killed a man. Like, even though he was a piece of shit human that deserved it. Oh, and he um, went. He went very hard in the other direction. Whenever any of the other apes were about to, mm. um, about to kill somebody, it was like no. Mm. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. His first word, no. Mm. It was like okay, and I was like, "That's Andy Circus as fuck." There's like a re- like really early on in this movie. There's a zoom in on Caesar's eyes, and I was mm. like, "Wow, they're really good at this motion capture shit," or like this. uh computer generated stuff because it looked just like Andy Circus. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Always gets me. But I uh I don't know. I think um he gets to shine more in the newer movies. Um oh, yeah. like I mean, the ones where he's talk a lot literally more. yeah talk a lot more and and like way more emotion. Like I th- the movies that I remember, like scenes that I remember is like He's up in, like, they're in the redwoods, up in the trees. Like, they've built, like, their whole, like, civilization, you know, like, mm-hmm. thing. And he's, like, just speaking to them as, like, as their leader or, like, I, like that's what I remember of, like, watching these movies. But I've never seen, like, one of the them rise. full of – I've never seen, like, a full movie of any of these. I've always come in, like, it's just randomly been on TV or someone was watching it and I came in halfway. So it was like, I've never seen the full movies ever. Oh, for sure. Me neither. You know, like, uh, this is, this is definitely a movie franchise that I've never, mm. 
given a shit about. You know, like, it's always, like, I remember, I think it was 2017 when War of the Planet of the Apes came out. Mm. Um, I remember mm. the previews for that and, like, the commercials on TV and stuff. And I think I even, I even caught it in passing once or twice. Like, wa- mm. like watched it, like, a little bit of it. It's just, it's just one that's never, never piqued my interest. And now that I've gotten past this one and knowing the other two are directed by Matt Reeves. Mm. I'm a little bit more, I'm a little bit more inclined to go back and, uh, check, check those out now that I've, now that I've developed something of a fandom for Matt Reeves through the Batman. So, I mean, like, uh, I, I, I'm a shoe in to go check these out at some point. There were really cool elements, you know, like it definitely seemed like, uh, anytime Caesar got to like Rome, climb and mm. jump and fucking fly, like it was like, okay, yeah, this rocks. I really <laughs> love this. Um, Man, but and... that, that's the thing about this movie is that like, uh, beyond seeing Caesar do his thing, I didn't, I didn't get a ton out of it, you know? Uh, mm. yeah, it wasn't, I mean, there were like super like after he got to climb and like run through all that and then they were walking him out, like, and he's on a leash and then he sees the dog on the leash, on a leash and, that's, my pet. and then, yeah. And then he's just like, wait. Like, he realizes it, but doesn't say anything until he gets to the car. And then he, like, makes the human move and gets in the back seat, you know, like, mm-hmm. like normal. And then it was, I, I don't know, it was just like, like, oh. And then, yeah. I, yeah. And then they send him away. away the character with the most part. To. Yeah. I guess they have to send him away or whatever, like, just for the court order or whatever. Like, what was the, I guess, like, were they just waiting on a court date and they basically just had to keep him in jail until mm-hmm. then? Or, okay, okay. I didn't know if it was like a permanent thing or like, or no, what they yeah, were they trying were waiting to do. on a okay. court date. Okay. And cause there's that part where that lady goes, you're lucky you're getting a court date and they didn't just put that animal down. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, that's true. Yeah. And that dude was a piece of shit. Their next door neighbor. Mm. Yeah. That dude just sucked. Ooh. I know he was like, he was like supposed to be like a proximity or a facsimile of like a normal dude mm. uh, who would be like, I'm living next to a monkey. Mm. It's like, okay. Did he yeah, catch the would... virus himself? Cause like he got sneezed on by the dude who I wonder like in the next movies, if that comes back, um, if oh, he like point. comes back as like patient one, you know, cause patient zero was the dude in the lab who died eventually. Mm-hmm. So I guess this dude hopefully is destined to die. Um, That'll, that'll be a good reason to watch the next one. Hopefully he just right. dies from the virus again. Or, I don't know. I guess he probably spreads it before he dies. Some, I don't know. I guess I, I really don't know what happens in the next movies, really. Um, yeah, no, I don't either. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to... Uh, and you know what? This movie did a good job because mm. it, it hooked me to the point where, like, I probably will go watch the next couple Planet of the Apes movies just mm-hmm. uh, when, whenever I get the chance to kind of catch up with this franchise because yeah. it is... It's an objectively cool idea with some breathtaking visual effects, like for 2011. Like, I mean, this was, were, this was impressive. I think younger Caesar looked a little like I because they had they focused heavily on whenever he was fully developed or not fully developed, but at least whenever he's in the sanctuary and he's like that's him for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like he looked good, but like the early Caesars where it was only like a couple minutes or so of him, like yeah. it looked a little, you know. But I mean, looks like a tiny Andy circus looks like, I mean, it is 2011 and like, I'm not expecting perfection, but like, that's what I'm curious in these next movies. Like I remember like these 
at least the little bits I've seen of these ones, like that they were just, they look so much better. And that, yeah. that, that excites me. Um, I, Cause I, I'm definitely going to give them a watch. Um, it, it hooked me enough to where I'm, I'm definitely watching. But, oh yeah. And you know, like it, the key was Caesar, you know, like mm-hmm. I, that part where he gets to the, gets to the sanctuary of sorts and uh, they're, they're bullying him mm. and he realizes, okay, well I gotta, I gotta show these fools what's up. Mm. I can't, I'm smarter than every motherfucker here. <laughs> I got, I got he, this shit. He freaking mob bossed his way to the top in a single night. Dude King was like, shit. I've had enough. Let me just whip whip together the easiest plan to win over every single person in here. And I like it, how they set the precedent for the mm. sticking the hand out as like a sign of asking permission, and then the other monkey sticks his hand out like, "Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. You're that guy." Yeah. Um. And, and I mean, everybody eats. You know, he wasn't just their boss. He's like, he gave them all a cookie, um, Ooh, and they were like, "Oh." Cookie, this dude's yeah. awesome. We're okay, we're cookies. Freaking, we're living and then, the cookies. and then he gives them consciousness basically. Like I mean gives him like it makes them Oh, and that part fucking rocked. <laughs> like him climbing up out of the sanctuary, running home, being like, "All right, I don't know what I'm here for, but I'm here to I'm here to do something." Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm e- I and I think he had the intention of going and potentially staying like it was just like mm. an escape and then he gets there and he finds that and he goes oh i've got a better idea mm. <laughs> yeah man i mean that i don't know his whole plan was really sick and how it worked out and then how they lured the the guards into the sanctuary and then like because he was out of his cage and they're like wait what are you out of your cage and then he goes into the sanctuary he beats the shit He's, out of oh that. my god yeah like Surprisingly, the pe- people in this movie could take a hit. That neighbor got tackled and then, like, kicked off of his deck and rolled and then just got up and started. I'm like, dang, dude, after that, I am down for the count. I'm probably. down. You know, I'm like, down. You know, like, I'm not getting back up. <laughs> yeah, getting fully tackled by a monk. Like, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely glad that that guard died. Uh, I don't know what that other guard was thinking of running into the room where all of the escaped uh, monkeys are and not thinking that he was about to get the shit beat out of him. Um, I don't but, know. But uh, I thought it was bold. I thought it was bold, you know, <laughs> like that, that was kind of like the, the human error across all of this is that they were just all really bold and underestimated what the monkeys could do. Fair. And it was like, uh, Oh yeah, they're going to take over. We're done. Mm. <laughs> um we're, we're done here that was it for us um them running through the trees and like the people who are running and walking are like what like just terrified like, like this as as much as like i'm i'm left kind of not underwhelmed by this movie it was solid but like i don't think it was particularly good you mm. know like i don't think it was like a great movie or anything mm. it did have a lot of great structure like sort of like a setting up executing on it later and like you know taking him to the redwoods and letting him run around there and then whenever they escape all the apes where's he going mm. he's like i'm oh, i know where i'm taking these motherfuckers we're going to the redwoods that place is paradise you know mm-hmm. like uh i love that and you know that whole them on the golden gate bridge trying to make it across and outsmarting everybody climbing mm. up and climbing under that, like, that was, was sick yes 
the cops thought, yeah, like, because even James Frank, I always forget his character's name. Um, Will Rodman. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll still call him James Franco probably. Um, yeah, but like, um, like he was like, oh, dang, they're going to get slaughtered. Like even he thought that they were all done for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I don't and know. I, like I, and I don't know if that's a, a little writing sort of easy way out. Because I feel like it's common sense to know monkeys can climb. <laughs> like, I, as I was watching well, it, I, like, as we, I was watching we, it, I was like, they're yeah. going to climb and go under the bridge. Like, no, they're not going to get slaughtered. They're about to sneak attack these motherfuckers and it's going to be awesome. And then I was like, oh, does that make this, does that make this bad writing? Because <laughs> they're like, oh no. Or is it just another example of the human spirit? Maybe. Because we know and we saw them climb, you know, that, that like obviously we, we think we'd expect it, but like they're there. They're like just regular police, just cops. And I guess they did send more right at them. Like it, it wasn't like all and of they had them a bus climbing. coming, yeah. you know, and they were like, it was a distraction. And then freaking, um, Caesar comes out on a horse, you know, King shit. like, oh my, he comes out first. He was at the front of the line, dude. Like, oh, yep. he's not, he's, He's he's fucking Maximus in this hoe, you know what I'm saying? Mm. He's he's at the front. He's at the front lines. He's not hanging back. I don't know. I I, I put Andy Serkis as Caesar down in Best Actor, um, and I don't. I'm like iffy on it. I guess like we only have, you know, two movies. We're gonna keep him there for now. Um, you know, like uh, I think it's fair. I think he truly earns it in these later movies. Um, if I'm like remembering correctly, but I definitely like whenever I. You know, obviously not for this list because we won't be covering those movies, but um, it's just insane what this what this man can do um, with creature work. Um, Kong, Gollum, Caesar. Um, yeah, he's pretty. It's pretty incredible, and you know, like you said, second stop for Andy Circus here, playing an ape mm. of some sort. Mm-hmm. For us, he was Kong back in two thousand five, and now here he is as Caesar. And I really did love him. I, I like. I think. Uh, I think enough of his performance bled through. And you know, maybe that's because I knew it was Andy Circus, and I'm mm. looking for Andy Circus things. Yeah, and I guess like no words are spoken for a lot of Caesar's parts. Because I mean, he only speaks what no and Caesar is home. So four yeah. words total, um, ever in this movie, and a lot of it is just facial expressions and like his body movements, which he literally was walking around on set with mm-hmm. like extensions on his arms to walk like in it. Like everything, like it's just, I don't know. It's insane that a, a human could, I guess, portray an animal this well. And like the facial expressions, like you never questioned what Caesar was feeling in the moment. There was never okay. like a, like, okay. Oh, you know, I, I don't know what this means. No, his face was very clear. Like whenever he killed the guy and didn't, know that the dude was going to die like we knew that he was affected by that he didn't really like what he just did instantly when he's sitting in the sitting in the cell and james franco came to pay off the dude Mm. to take him home he just sits in the corner like no motherfucker Mm. you missed how we drew the window on the wall and then put his head against it like oh how that kind of they only they only show it for a second but how that kind of became like the symbol for the ape revolution it's it's like painted on a stop sign. Really? 
Yeah, later on in the movie, and it's like, hmm. I don't think Caesar did it. So it was like a. So it was like I think he kind of was like, "This is our symbol. We are the window." <laughs> That's sick, man. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to to watch these next movies. Uh, they're all kind of rated around the same on IMDb. Uh, yeah, the first two have a seven point six, and the next, the last one has seven point four, uh, which is just pretty good for for uh for IMDb. I think they all won. Yeah. They all won an Oscar for visual effects, I think. Yeah, they I'd did. say rightfully so. Or at yeah. least were nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. <clears throat> Never mind. But this one won. Or no, it just was nominated as well. Never mind. They were all nominated for visual effects. Not all nominated and none won. I wonder who I wonder who won those in those years, you know, because this these are pretty impressive. Like uh I do think like going back to Avatar a couple years prior. I think that, like, that's kind of an unfair comparison to literally everything else for visual effects. But it it was it was miles better than this, you know, in terms of like uh, believability for me, in terms of like uh, the Navi like being there. Like, yeah. I can tell it's a human motion capturing a monkey at some points, but uh, that's Hugo that's just because I know up. it's that's just because I know it's uh, human motion capturing a monkey. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm kind of looking for that at a point. I've never seen Hugo, but that's what beat yeah. out this movie for visual effects in uh in in this Man, year. Harry, Harry is... Potter and the Deathly Hollows, Real Steel, and Transformers: Dark of the Moon nominated Man. alongside it. I'm yeah, I've never seen Hugo, but I I do remember hearing about it and how it was visually. Oh, it did. Stunned. If I remember correctly, it did well at the Oscars. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. It won five, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I remember being a kid and being like, I've heard that movie is fucking fantastic, but I know not a thing about it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where I'm at. But, hmm. Well, I mean, regardless, I think uh, for 2011 especially that these these effects were amazing like the fur on caesar mm. um like that's like i don't know for that's just insane that we can tell a computer make monk and it just make, makes them make like, monk um and i don't know it's in technology is just insane um it's come a long way uh but nice to see a, another familiar face pop back up yeah uh, we had frida pinto back after a slumdog millionaire Mm-hmm. Which was uh, real nice. We'll have uh, James Franco's dad in this movie, John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be back mm-hmm. in just a couple years for Interstellar. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so we got we got a few that'll that'll re- recur here. Um, I know him from Dexter. Um, he's a serial killer and very creepy guy in Dexter. Ooh, so that's yeah, all I, I that's all I see him as every time he pops up, which is really that's sad. funny because I know him from <laughs> a very different role. I know him from How I Met Your Mother, where mm. he plays a very suburban white dad. <laughs> wow, huh. he's like very oh, different. Yes, yeah, so oh, you betcha. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's got the he's got a whole other thing going on. But yeah, John Lithgow is a pretty a. Uh, Seemingly pretty talented dude. He doesn't doesn't vary his performance a lot. If I had to say so myself, he's a he's that serial killer role sounds like that's the one where he really branched out. I, I did not expect that of of my boy John Lithgow. Yeah, uh, 
Yes, very creepy. Uh, very smart. Gave Dexter a run for his money. Um, I think he's also in a campaign with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> um, huh. Oh, he's also in the new Dexter, which I have not uh-oh. seen. I can't speak on that, but wonder how that works because I think he – sorry, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, Dexter. Uh, don't worry, man. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't plan on going back and watching Dexter. I thought he died. But he, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. But yeah, he, he was in there for quite a few seasons of Dexter. Hmm. But All yeah, right. these, All right. oh, this, I don't know, James Franco. You know, he's just James Franco. I think. Uh, I don't know who, who do you think would would have fit this role? Like, who would you have liked to see? Like, in, that's, a, a that's like an this? interesting question. And in, uh, in 2011, who do I think could have uh, done this role even better? Um, Robert Downey Jr. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Oh. The first one that came to mind. I feel like he definitely could have done that. But uh, apparently, Tobey Maguire was considered, which is interesting. Um, that hmm. is interesting. Ooh, wait. There was a there was a director's seat one just a little bit up. Yeah, Catherine Bigelow, Robert Rodriguez. All were considered by the studio before director Rupert Wyatt signed on. So Robert Rodriguez, showrunner for the Book of Boba Fett. Catherine Bigelow did a whole bunch of awesome stuff in the nineties and early two thousands. Like there, so there could have been a there could have been a pretty interesting other approach to this aside from Rupert Wyatt's. Mm-hmm. And uh I think it was I think it was solid. You know, I mm-hmm. don't think uh I don't think the direction exactly shines. Mm-hmm. I don't think it stands out in many ways. Um but very like that's what's interesting about this movie. I'm left satisfied, but without anything really standing out to me. Ooh, Shia LaBeouf was also considered. Mm. He, I think I, he's like a very method actor, and I feel like he would have. I don't know. I, I he he uh, interests me a lot. Like I, I don't know. I I think of him in only Transformers, and like I think that's like just a really bad light for Shia. Like all of his other movies, like whatever. He's pretty solid. Fury? He's a solid actor. Fury that he's in one war movie. I don't know. I always get like three of the, like very similar war movies. It has like Brad Pitt. Um, and Oh, I know what you're talking about. Maybe yeah. saving private Ryan. Maybe. I don't know. That's I get like older. all of those. Okay. Yeah, I get all of the, those movies confused, but Shia, like in that movie, like it's, <laughs> I was so emotional and like actually good. Like, I don't know. I think he's a, that would have been, no, yeah. And you know, my beef, with James Franco in this role isn't necessarily his performance, you know, like he didn't, he didn't do bad. Mm. I just don't think they gave him anything to uh, chew on. Like it true. was like, yeah. I think that's more on the writing of his character side than mm. on James Franco. I mean, like, frankly, I'd take, I'd take both Shia LaBeouf and Tobey Maguire over James Franco in this mm. role, but I don't think it's inherent like only james franco's fault like it's like a yeah like one of the saddest scenes that he's supposed to have is like whenever his dad is like no like don't i don't need this like don't give me this and then he like dies in his sleep and like i'm supposed to i i feel i i I wasn't affected by it as i should have been i don't know not at all and like uh to the point where it's like if you give this movie another 20 to 30 minutes, mm. make it a two hour movie or a two hour and 15 minute movie, you can expand on the human side of things a little bit more. It was the fact that like, I'd be willing to, this movie's an hour and 45 minutes. I'd be willing to bet that that human story 
side of it mm. occupied 35 to 40 minutes of it. Yeah. And it was like a, and it still wasn't enough. Like it was like a. Mm-mm. And yeah. And like even his relationship like wasn't, it was just very fast. They were like, Frida Pinto hey, was just there. Like, Oh, I they think we should go get dinner. Years. I think together. we should go get dinner. Boom. We're just together. Cool. Yeah. And then now like, like we're, moving to the or like I don't, it was like and that was oh. really the part that made me go okay so the emphasis here is on caesar it's mm-hmm. not the human side of the story it is we're advancing caesar's life to get to the point where the most compelling thing happens to him mm. it's not it's not about the rest of them and like uh i can tolerate that as long as like they went for emotional payoff and there was none to be had with like with his dad dying and stuff like it was supposed to be like, fuck, yeah. this sucks. But it was like for me, it was just kind of like, damn, yeah. like, all right, get back to Caesar, please. Let's see what's going on over there. Um, just because it's it's so quick. It's like you're not I know you're not going to let this breathe. I know we're not. We didn't see him mourn his dad. Mm, yeah, we see him like get ready for the funeral and that's it. Yeah, damn. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about this like movie overall. Like I guess like I'm coming off, you know, like Inception, you know, and Avatar and you know some some pretty good movies. But I don't know, like this one just didn't like it didn't have the same punch, I guess. No. as like all these other movies. Um, oh yeah, and like to a degree didn't have the same punch on a level that a lot of our movies have. Like yeah. it was like a, I would say this was our most aggressively average movie. Like it's yeah. not, it's not as glaringly bad as like Spaceballs, mm. but I, 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 it's obviously not as fucking fantastic as Scooby-Doo. Uh, so yeah, yeah that, I mean, obviously, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm uh like, I was trying to think of like where I would be for rating wise and like, I don't know. I think I think the month of October is going to take a little hit here. Yeah, I um, think so. I think so as well. Uh, I think this is this decade's mm. shortcoming. You know, uh, we usually get about one per decade where it's like, yeah. ah, okay, that one wasn't quite on the level of the rest of them. Mm. And Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think we found it. I think we found it this decade. Um. So as far as our, I'll lay the, the, the ratings out for the people. We got three five star ratings, uh, out of five stars, our enjoyment. So just how much the movie connected with us. We give that a rating out of five stars, uh, how well it fulfilled its genre, which will probably be fulfilled pretty well here. That might be its, that might be its best category. Uh, and that's out of five stars. And then just overall critically as a film out of five stars. That's where we take into account the performances, direction, writing, soundtrack. Etc. We take that out of five stars. We take those totals, average amount, and that becomes our overall rating for the film out of five stars. So uh, we usually start with enjoyment. What are you feeling here? Trying to think. I'm looking at our other movies for enjoyment right now. Um, I'm dipping below there. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it might be uh 
might be a 375, 36 on the level of a uh, training day or pulp fiction sort of thing. I think I enjoyed this more than training day. Um, cause I think training day was just kind of, I'm watching these events unfold. I don't really know what it's leading to. And then like, I get to the end. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, this, at least it has very clear direction and like you kind it's not, it's not, you know, like super complicated to follow or anything like that. And it's just a very kind of simple story that is, I think more enjoyable than training day to watch. I um, think so too. And you know, I'd, I'd even go as far as saying that, uh, I probably enjoy this more than Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And that's, I don't think it's a better, I don't think it's a better movie by any means than Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. Uh, but at least there's a character I care about and like. Mm. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck yeah. about the characters in Pulp Fiction. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and then and then I think I'd I think I'd rather watch The Departed though. Yeah, I think The than, Departed just had a cooler story, more more to chew on there. So maybe just uh, right in between. At yep, a I think I think it slots in at a three eight out of five in terms of enjoyment. Uh, Sounds about right. Feels right to me. Feels right to me. Um, now genre this. Would it, be it a does well. high point, I'd say. Um, and, I mean, I guess for the, what, sci-fi, um, yeah, action. Action, drama, drama. sci-fi. Yeah, um, like, I'd, it's a pretty solid one. I'd, I'd probably go in that 4-5 uh, range is probably more where I would come down at. It's not a, it's not a perfect action sci-fi movie, but, like, the action sci-fi elements were really cool. You know, like... Uh, the battle on the bridge there at the end, the whole uh, uh, testing on monkeys and them mm. becoming intelligent. Like, that's a really, that's a cool angle for a movie, you know? Like uh, Kind of sick. It puts it tied with Gladiator in the genre, um, having like a Maximus-like, you know, with Caesar. And then it puts it right above Pulp Fiction. Um, hey, so, just right above Pulp Fiction in pretty much every aspect of things. So yeah, I think 4 or 5 is, is fitting there. I mean, say for the the film rating, I'd say this is where mm, it, will, yeah. it will dip below Pulp Fiction in in this one. Uh, if I had to guess so myself, um, Pulp Fiction a four six for film. Yeah, so. I don't think it's I don't think it's coming close to touching four six. Um, yeah, I'm dipping below Avatar. I'm dipping below pretty much all of that. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk, let's talk through it out loud. You know, we got, we got some all right performances. The writing didn't give them a lot to chew on. Mm. Caesar was far and away the strong point of this movie, which means the visual effects, the performance by Andy Serkis, uh, was strong. Uh, soundtrack didn't really stand out to me, but I remember enjoying it. Like it was just kind of like a. It was solid. It wasn't. Mm. Uh, it wasn't jaw dropping, but it was all right. Um, how you feeling about it? What 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 are we thinking? Yeah, I think you know, and we, I think we hold story in a very high. Like this is a very big part of the rating, and the story's concept is cool, um, but the actual parts of the story, um, like the human side, could have been done a whole lot better. Um, I think yeah. Caesar's Caesar's story was done well, though. Um, I, agree. I agree. So the execution I, was was solid, but it wasn't all there. And um, like I'm looking, I'm looking at some of these, and like Avatar, I think is just 
better made. Um, Like the Terminator and Ace Ventura are at a four. Um, And I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can, I think it, that's just my, that might be where it is, honestly. Gotcha. I think, I think, um, well. That's where I went. All right. I went down to Blade Runner and Training yeah. Day at a 375. Yeah. I and, saw you know, Blade Runner and it's kind of. It's in that, it's in a similar vein. Where visually like, like, whoa, but. Story wise, it fell flat for us a little bit. Mm. Um, and I would say this had one aspect of story that was solid, did not have the visuals, hardly had the performances. Like it was, ju- it was just an all right movie. Mm. And, uh, I think that's, I think that's all right. You know, like I think uh, I end up, I end up putting this probably on a, on that three, three, seven, five, three, five to three, seven, five sort of range. You know, like I don't think, uh, I don't think it jumps too, too far out of there. <laughs> um, it's just funny how our, our ratings work out sometimes. Um, it came out to a 4.02 on average, which puts it just mm. above training. Well, not just above training day, but above training day at a 3.78. Um, below Inception at a 4.1 and below Pulp Fiction at a 4.23. So all the movies yeah. that we were basically like using to as our like, baseline. compare to, it comes back and I don't know, they're all pretty. They're right in the middle right of there. them. So a, a, right four, in the middle of them. a four, I mean, that's still an eight out of 10. You know, um, yeah. So we're you know very loving. I you know, and IMDb doesn't even give it that. Uh, it's a seven six, I think. So almost an eight there. But um, I mean, yeah, I think I mean that falls to fortieth um, out of our movies so far. Uh, yeah, not say technically not... forty. Uh, nah, but you know, it's it's the fortieth movie in the list. It found its place roughly. Around that forty mark, twenty eighth. Um, if we actually count all the movies that are tied for places and stuff, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's only above Training Day, Blade Runner, Taxi Driver, The Mask, Scarface, Mash, and Spaceballs. And mm. I'd say that makes sense. Like uh, I think um, I I, di- I did have a better time watching this than I did Training Day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh. I think that's a good, I think that's a good baseline here. And, uh, hell yeah. So Rise of the Planet of the Apes ends up at a 4.02 out of five stars. And that places it at 40th on our, uh, on our scores there, which is, uh, which is cool. It's good. It's a so- solid edition, but not the best. Mm-hmm. Solid edition, but not the best. And with that, we conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. It was I. Colton Robertson, and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. If you would, head to patreon.com slash corobloom. That's C-O-R-O-B-L-O-O-M. You'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content over there, uh, and all that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on. Um, after that, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Again, Rise of the Planet of the Apes came to a 4.02 out of 5 stars for us. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And Caesar is home.